0: property on Wellington Mornings with Link Business Brokers. Multi-award winners at Wellington's leading business brokerage. Talk ZB. Time to talk property with our property expert, Matt Ryan. Uh, transmission Gully's opening tonight or sometime today, tomorrow, sometime. We're going on it first thing in the morning, Matt. Um, is that going to help or well, it has to help property sales? And you've got a property for sale that closes tomorrow in Parapram, It might help that. Yeah. Well, look. Yeah, you, you, you would think that there would be, um, uh, I guess,
1: some upside for people that are living in the Capity Coast. You know, I think maybe some of the the hype has already been priced into the markets. Not like people. Uh, a surprise that this is going to be opening, although maybe people are surprised. I I, I first moved out to Part Nui in 1970 and I remember them talking about Transmission Gully back then, so it's been an enormous uh, time arriving, but it is really exciting for the Wellington region. I think it's the biggest thing that we've seen for, you know, possibly in my lifetime in terms of the infrastructure.
0: Yes. Anyone wants to ask uh, Matt a uh, question on property, give us a ring on 0800 80 1080. Matt, will Give you any advice that you want if you're thinking of buying thinking of selling or having trouble with finding anything that you think that's got anything to do with property uh we have matt in the studio because he's an expert so even send us a text zbzb9292 if you want to just for the question if you've got anything to ask him because what i'm going to ask matt about this morning might be a, a little bit of i don't know what something to know what he talks about matt how do you choose an agent Well, look, the best way I think to choose
1: an agent often is to go to open days and just get a sense for how well you think those agents are doing their jobs. I mean, the great, the great, the only real difference that an agent can create is when it comes to negotiating the sale on your property. And I've always been intrigued that some people seem to want to choose an agent based on with what the lowest fee they can possibly get the agent to charge. And I think that's a false economy. And the reason why I think it's a false economy is if you think of it, if if a if a company says that an agent's worth say four percent, but an agent comes around and you can negotiate a situation where maybe the agent does it for under two percent, you've got to ask yourself the question, how good is that agent going to be when they're negotiating negotiating on your behalf? I think it would be far smarter to um, let the agent list the property at the price that the agent or the commission that the agent's suggesting, but maybe asterisk next to that commission that it's negotiable at sale presentation time. And that way, when you know what result you're getting, then you can say, well, how well do I think this agent's done in terms of creating that sale price? And, you know, to give you an example. I'll give you, I'll give you, um, I'll try and give you an analogy. If you were trying to pick me, uh, to run the fastest hundred meters, would you choose me or would you, would you choose Usan Bolt? Clearly, you're going to choose Usain Bolt because we know how fast he is, and I'm a hopeless runner. So, but you know, when you're coming, to, so when you're coming to negotiation, pick somebody that you think or you believe has very strong negotiation skills because they're the ones that are
0: ultimately going to bring you the sale price that hopefully you're going to be happy with. Can you go back to the agent, or when you're discussing with the agent, say you they've told you they're going to get a million dollars? Matt, I love your house; it's worth a million dollars. I'm going to get you a million dollars every day of the week. Then they come with an offer of nine hundred and sixty. Is it uh, appropriate to say, I'll take 970, but I want you to drop your commission by a bit because you didn't get me my million? Can you do that? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, well, you know, I used to be an agent uh, for many years, and I used to try and list everything. Well, I used to list everything at our regular commission rate, but I used to asterisk that it was negotiable at time of pro- offer presentation. And so effectively, that way you're a team on the upside, but you're also a team on the downside. And I think that's a great way to handle things because ultimately the commission's really only a very small percentage of the of the final sale price. So trying to trying to beat the agent down right from the start before they've commenced marketing your program, I think is a, a, a fool's way to go. I think you're much better to choose a good agent and a good negotiator. Most good negotiators are not going to roll over and allow themselves to work for a very small commission. They're going to hold on to their commission and that's often a sign that they're going to be able to negotiate well with with buyers as well, which is ultimately going to work in your favour.
0: We've got a couple of texts in here. I'm uh, I'm wanting to save money on selling my home. Is doing it independently on Trade Me safe and reliable? And how hard is it, Thomas? Well, thanks for your question,
1: Thomas. I mean, look, I've actually sold a lot of properties myself directly on Trade Me, but... I guess I've come from a background where I've been uh, involved in negotiation for most of my life. I've been a real estate agent, so I guess without being arrogant, I've got the tools. It can be quite tricky doing it yourself. There are a lot of uh, pitfalls that an agent can assist with. So it really depends on your competence level. Um, And also, you know, sometimes it can be hard because you can be just a bit too close to your own property and emotionally involved. You've got to take a lot of emotion out when you're selling your own property. So. You know I guess the, the, the short answer is yes there are some advantages but also um, unquestionably some of the cheapest properties that are bought are sold by private sellers so there are a few pitfalls there as well um, so you really just need to make sure that you do some research and, and decide whether you think you've got the, the tools um, to be able to do it and do a really good job.
0: Uh, okay, and I, another te- another text here from Lucy. I've brought my first home. I'm unsure I'm whether to live in it and rent out the other rooms or live elsewhere. Is either way better?
1: Uh, well, I guess it depends where the property is in terms of its rental ability. If it's central Wellington, then, uh, you know, and how many bedrooms it's got. You just need to add up what sort of yield it's going to give you if you rent the entire property out versus its uh, purchase price and obviously what your outgoings are and then maybe look and see what the other options are if you just rent some of the rooms out. So it's a bit of a hard one for me to, to be able to give you an accurate indication on without actually knowing its configuration. But I guess both options are available to you. You just need to work out the maths and let logic work uh, your decision out for you, whether you rent something else and rent the entire property out. Um, but, you know, obviously both are, both are great options.
0: Thanks, Matt. Thank you for coming in. Uh, That's Matt Ryan, our property expert, and he comes in every couple of weeks just to uh, let us know what's going on with the property market.